Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this here, right now, that you are listening to actively is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas. It's our job to do so, to ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas, period, bruh. Yes, bruh. <laughs> yes, bruh. As you guys know, blah, 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 recap, listen to an old episode. Anyways, following all that blah, 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 listen to an old episode, uh, it kind of anything recently. If you're just tuning in, brah, we've been talking about kind of secret knowledge, I suppose, pieced together by the slightest bits of anything left behind that wasn't suppressed by the Catholic Church, ultimately. Turning out the we, fact that the fucking Catholic Church was actually the good guys the whole fucking time and that they were suppressing shit because of darker shit. Well, saying anyone's a good guy is kind of a stretch. Fair. Fair. There is worse shit, but that doesn't mean they're the good guys. Because we don't really know what's anyone's intentions. Yeah, their intention could be to take over the universe. No idea. No one's... No... We have no idea who anyone's goal is, really, or why. Like, we have an idea of what they're trying to do, but why is anyone trying to? Yeah, we no straight idea. up have no clue. We straight up have no clue what the motivation behind any of what the sea people, the Egyptians, the Earth, uh, 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 what is it, the, the sea people, known as, the, well, the sea people are Elysium, now that we've established. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether they are in the... um. Persian Gulf Oasis or in Atlantis. Well, Atlantis is not. The Persian Gulf Oasis in the Palace of Alcaraz or in the Atlantic Ocean in Atlantis. The Sea People are just a title given by the Greeks and a couple of people referring to them. Mm-hmm. But their name is the Elysians. Okay. Established. A lot of what's happening revolves around the Elysians because they seem to be the furthest up in the totem pole and the first to get to the thing that a lot of others are trying to more or less get to. So because they're the highest up and the discussion of all the others, they're the information that comes across, although the most buried of all of it, the most, it shows up in the most places. Even if a single line, it shows up everywhere on Earth. About them? About them. While other places might have a lot of advancement, but it's not really as advanced, and so they're mentioned more. It looks like the further up you got, the less you are mentioned, because you also su- succeeded more in erasing yourself. Mm-hmm. So in recent weeks, we have discussed the Earth Gods, which are the Mayan elite researchers. We've discussed the Sun Gods, which are the Egyptian elite researchers. We've discussed the Naga, which was an enlightening venture. And like I said, before we jumped into the Naga, we're going to be focusing on a lot of individual groups, which is how we did, which is why we did the uh, the Sun Gods and why we did the Earth Gods and why we did the, uh, the Naga. And we're going to continue. And the Greeks. The Greek. Well, we didn't actually. Oh, well, did we discuss the Greek? No, we were talking about Naga Last and stumbled episode. upon. I feel like it was so much of the Greeks and how they're related to this whole thing. No, we were going... It was episode two of the Naga. Really? Oh, okay. I guess they were the center because there's so much you found out about them specifically. It was specifically about Glycon, mm-hmm. which answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But following that, in fact, it's all right here, considering I've been like building it all up. I know we have... Go- really, what we were discussing that were the two important bits was we were very curious as to why Ophiomorphus... The Naga created by uh, Yaldabaoth was created by Yaldabaoth in the first place, and we found out that that's a pattern because Glycon himself and um, Keto, Keto created Medusa and her sisters, and Glycon turned himself into a sort of the closest replica, even something an actual Naga couldn't accomplish. Somehow, with the help of that Naga and other scientists, Glycon became glycon and so there was a lot of focus on that discussion 
But keeping intact with what we've been doing and focusing on individual groups, something interesting popped up. Now, I was looking into all the shadow people we know, all the jinn and other creatures that aren't jinn but are from the shadow realm, like Sizen, who's not necessarily a jinn. Okay. Right. So just looking at all the shadow people we know, and that episode's coming. I'm gonna have we're gonna talk about all those details. But in doing so, a couple of interesting things came up and directed me completely away from the djinn and what? completely away from the shadow realm. Mm. Back to Earth Realm. So before we jump into that, there's an interesting thing to discuss. Briefly, it's just a, a word. It's called anthroposophy. And anthroposophy is a New Day name, a current age name. This was developed in the 20th century by a man named Rudolf Steiner, and it is the study of the Shadow Realm. Okay. This was invented and is a true area of philosophy and thought about how to investigate the Shadow Realm. Thank you, Rudolf Steiner. We are way ahead of you, bro. But Whoa. there are normal, everyday people who don't have the profession that we do working for the elites like we do. They are slowly catching up. Did you check out what he researched? We're going to eventually. Okay. That's not the point. I just wanted to mention that mm -hmm. there are people diving in. Okay. There are people who are going to eventually get where we are. Maybe many, many years in the future, we have advanced technologies and whatever that allow us, mm -hmm. allow us to do our job well. Anyways, because of deep diving into individual groups and the things that doing so leads to, I have inadvertently stumbled upon a couple of interesting things. So just like talking about the Naga, specifically the Naga, just like talking about specifically the Earth Gods, just like talking about specifically the... um. Sun gods, we have today one important deep dive that didn't seem relevant, but as I go through it, you're going to notice why it is. Because we didn't actually know a lot of these questions. A lot of, not questions, we didn't know a lot of these individuals. We knew that there had to be more, we just didn't know who they were, and luckily a lot of them. So today, we are going to look into the Garden of Eden's research team. Okay. You found stuff on that? I found stuff on the Garden of Eden research team. Is the Garden... Do you know the location? Is it where we think it is as well? The Garden of Eden is a research team. Besides, yeah, but they're hanging out in one area. They were previously in the Persian Gulf Oasis, okay. and then they are in Atlantis. Okay. So wherever their civilization is seems to be where they collect. Mm. Where they are most protected and hidden from everybody else. It is very important to remember the garden is not a place. That is where the, the name of the group. hangs out. It's just the name of the group. It's a lab. Any mm. lab they can get their research into mm. is their lab. The lab is not called the garden. They are called the garden. Okay. The team. The group of people is called the garden. Okay. So, let us begin at the top and work our way to very unpredictable places i warn you ahead of time this is definitely gonna answer questions we didn't know we we needed to ask answer questions we had and we forgot about and enlighten areas that have been foggy let us begin with jehovah the big kahuna okay he's one of the members of the garden of eden because that's the conversation hmm. he is an earth realmer an elysian aka a sea person he is, as far as we know, the highest authority of Elysian, which would seem to be consistent with the highest authority in Egypt being the head researcher. Okay. And the highest authority in Maya being the head researcher, that is Ra and Itzamna, respectively. Mm -hmm. um, he is direct ancestor to Eloi who was presumably the first Earth Realmer contacted by a Shadow Realm individual directly. 
crazy. And not just a any Shadow Realmer, but rather the creator of Earth Realm. Very sus. Hmm. He is Garden of Eden's team leader, not just the leader of the Elysians. Personally ventured into the Shadow Realm somewhere between 10,000 uh, BC and 13,000 BC to acquire one of each fruit. Mm-hmm. He went to the Forest of Shadows, retrieved one of each. He's responsible for advancing the technology of the Elysians so rapidly and in such a short time that they've achieved the magnificent levels of tech that they have. He is the founder of the Jesus Experiment, which was about inseminating Mary. And half the genetic makeup of Jesus Christ. We weren't thinking about who the other half was, and we know that the stones were used mm-hmm. as well as the fruits, but we didn't consider the fact that this lady was impregnated. And like, yeah. So looking into it, it seems that basically her genetic material still required a male's genetic material. It wasn't Joseph. He was a Maji. He's mm-hmm. not allowed to procreate. Okay. It was Jehovah who submitted his genetic material with a random other Person? Elysian, okay. thus creating Jesus Christ. Okay. With the power of the stones, both stones and three fruits. Magic. Magic. Next we have Nahas. Nahas is one of the original members of the Garden of Eden, just like Jehovah. He is the Naga assigned to Jehovah. His appearance is that of a two-foot-ish, more or less, serpent with arms and legs. He is the second in command of the Garden of Eden, unlike um, in Egypt, where Ra and Autumn are one and two, and then their Nagas are three and four. Here, it's Jehovah followed by his Naga, mm-hmm. which is more like in Maya, where it's Izamna, and then instantaneously after Izamna is Ixchel, who's a shadow person, and then comes Sizen, who's also a shadow person. So the order of structure doesn't really matter. It's whoever has the most authority, whoever has the most knowledge and power. So that makes perfect sense. So he's an Naga assigned to Jehovah. His appearance is that of a two-foot snake with arms and legs. Yeah. And he is the second in command of the Garden of Eden, meaning anybody below him responds to him. Responsible, personally, for assisting in the development of the technology that assists the sea people, the Elysians, and makes them particularly overpowered as compared to the rest of the world. And personally assisted in the Jesus Christ experiment, along with Jehovah. Let us begin spiraling out. Ever so slightly. The fourth in command. There's a reason I'm doing it in this order. The fourth in command of the Garden of Eden is Lilith. How do you know? (laughs) Based on the structure that they lay out in all the work. She is a Shadow Realm native. So she's a gem. Member of the Garden of Eden research team, along with Nahas and Jehovah, as one of the four original members. She is the first person to use a Philosopher's Stone, specifically the Adam one, mm-hmm. within Earth Realm, 150,000 years ago. And she made a bunch of shadow people. Went against orders and used Adam ahead of schedule and without permission. Mm-hmm. When clearance restrictions were applied, she quit and left the garden. Of Eden research team. Fellow researcher Samael left the research team with Lilith as they had fallen in love. We'll revisit that man very soon. Okay. Is number three? No. Oh, okay. Third in command in the Garden of Eden. Now we're going to get to some fun stuff. Lucifer. Okay. A Shadow Realm native. Another one? Another one. We have found the second person in the Shadow Realm who's in 
the Elysian Garden of Eden research team. Now the pattern is more consistent. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something ahead of time. I did not find a second serpent. That, Mm -hmm. I think, is extremely weird, considering that it's... Most teams have two. All the major teams. teams. There's three major teams, and each one has one of those. They have one that came from the Shadow Realm, an individual from the Shadow Realm with the serpent, and an individual from Earth Realm with a serpent, and usually have at least two Shadow Realm individuals mm. in the team. If this team was split up, most likely that Shadow... No, the, the Naga left with the people that left with... What's her name? With Lilith? With Lilith, yeah. Well, Lilith doesn't have a serpent. Well, yeah, it probably isn't her serpent, but it's probably... Right now we're talking about before the team splits up. Okay. I found everybody in the team. Oh, okay, cool. There cool. wasn't a serpent. Hmm. There's Nahas, and I did not find another serpent, unless it's a case like Glycon. A serpent made? Yeah. That one's weird. That doesn't really count. Well, in the case like Glycon, it's really, yeah, that's made. So there's not like a second natural serpent. Mm-hmm. Where's the second natural serpent? Why are you guys so overpowered if there's people with more magic in their team than you guys have? Mm-hmm. Why are you guys ahead? They're two teams. They have twice as much magic in, as part of their team than you. Why aren't you the head of it? They're supposed to help, and they come from the most overpowered, most advanced place that exists. Yet you guys are ahead? Hmm. Weird. Questions for days. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. So get ready for the things I'm about to tell you. I'm ready. Because this is going to get weird, bro. Now we're going to get weird. And this isn't even as weird as it's going to get. Okay. It's pretty weird, though. So, third in command of the Garden of Eden, Shadow Realm native. Let us type in. Formerly, the primary research directly on the fruit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. He was the primary researcher for that. His entire division of researchers were focused on the fruit of knowledge. That was their focus. Okay. 20,000 years ago, Lucifer learned how to trap Shadow Realm natives in physical bodies identical to that of Earth Realmers, allowing Shadow Realm natives to enhance themselves with the use of Adrenochrome, which is something only Earth Realmers can use. Shadow Realmers use fear to cross. Mm -hmm. Earth Realmers use Adrenochrome to cross. Lucifer learned, using Shadow Realm science, how to create artificial bodies identical to Earth Realm bodies for Shadow Realm creatures who are not physical beings. He learned how to become physical. But these bodies are made of bodies. They're bodies. They're bodies. They're real bodies. Unlike a Wechudge who's ghostly. Mm-hmm. When Dingo who's ghostly. The Jin who are ghostly. They're not physical. They're ethereal. By definition, they're all ethereal. Mm-hmm. He learned how to trap an ethereal being in a physical body as though there is ethereal existence was the soul. Mm-hmm. What? But this isn't like possession or anything. This is some other thing. No, this is some other thing. Okay. Some other thing, a thousand percent. Okay. And it makes them capable of enhancing themselves with Adrenochrome. So Shadow Realm people who already have Shadow Realm abilities and then have the added ability to use Adrenochrome. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay. Fascinating. They're using adrenochrome. Makes them capable of using adrenochrome. And it also makes them capable of actually eating fairy fruits and getting their abilities because people in the Shadow Realm can eat the fairy fruits but just take nourishment from them. They cannot get abilities from the fairy fruits. It's only, I did not know this part, Hmm? the fruits only affect Earth Realm natives. 
you have to be an Earthrealmer to be affected by the fairy oh, fruit. Okay. You cannot eat the fairy fruit as part of. You can't just be a shadow person, eat the fairy fruit, and get anything. But from you can it. be a shadow person who gets a body and who, eats the You fruit. could be a shadow person who gets a physical body and then consumes a fruit and then has the same effect that would happen to a Earthling. What? So he basically made perfect humans. Or not humans, but Earthlings. He can make perfect Earthlings. He figured that out. Yeah. With nothing well, but science. Meaning, Yaldabaoth is not the only one who figured that out. Mm-hmm. Figured that, that out, too? Yaldabaoth created this realm. Oh, yes. Yes. But we're not Shadow Realm spirits. No. He figured out how to make a physical body and put himself into it, which mm-hmm. technically Yaldabaoth didn't even figure out. Oh, okay. So fair that's enough. I see where you're coming from. So that's already the first crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Second, using the ge- using the genetics of Elysian and fellow researcher Samael, he managed to give himself a physical body, which was identical to Samael's. Identical? Why would he make it identical, though? I think I don't. I don't know. Okay. I think it has to be. He used the genetics of Samael to make it, and the body looks identical to Samael. I think the body's going to look identical to the genetic host. Okay, so these... It's like a cloned body, essentially. Yeah, that can... yeah. So, the, like, for anyone that does this, any Shadow Realm person, it has to look like an actual... Like, a like person somebody who exists. already exists. Which would then the argument be, is this what we confuse for possession? The person who has been cloned and then this it's a vessel with no soul yeah then gets filled out by a shadow realm ethereal being is not the same that person is somewhere what do you think happened to that person though i don't know well they the body had to be made yeah which suggests that body is somewhere in the shadow realm where it could have been cloned some person gets snatched yeah. I mean, they do need that adrenochrome and blood, I guess, from that person. They don't need the yeah. adrenochrome from the person. Oh. They need DNA in order to recreate the body. Oh, okay. The adrenochrome is just a benefit of having a human body. Okay. So essentially, they take the adre—they not the adrenochrome, they take the DNA, clone the body, the body has no soul, they can fill out that soulless body with their own ethereal existence and now control it like they are that individual. That's crazy. So then they might be the demons that we see, or not demons, but people who are possessed. It it would just, yeah, exactly. That person is somewhere freaking the fuck out, trapped and unable to escape. What? So there's that. So he looks just like. He looks identical to Samael. Okay. When Jesus became a disturbance to the secrets and the research of the Elysians. Lucifer is actually the one who devised the plan that involved the crucifixion, okay. unknowing that he's Jesus... He's still part of the team then, right? He's yeah. not one of the abandoned ones? No. No? Okay. And he was unknowing that Jesus had already established a way back if he oh, were to die. Yeah. So yeah. this was unknown to the Elysians. Okay. Specifically, uh, the people who needed to know, it was unknown to the Garden of Eden. They did not know that Jesus... Already had already this. built his uh, plan B. Yeah. So Jesus is kind of ahead of everybody. We're over here really thinking it's the Garden of Eden as the top, 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 top. Yeah. But Jesus single-handedly is shitting on these guys. Yes, because we thought maybe he was interested in going back or something because they're maybe they're hiding from him. But maybe that's not the case at all. Maybe he doesn't care where they're he at. Doesn't care. He's too OP. Yeah. He knows too much. Without even he doesn't even know where the fuck they are, and he's way ahead alone. Yeah, so they maybe made, their job is to get rid of him. Yeah, but they still have to hide because they're trying he, to. No, get he's rid of an him. unstoppable and force. They know. They know he knows. Like, yeah, it looks like he might be the real problem at this point. Yes, like legitimately, he might just be like, if you get in my way, I'm just get rid of you. Yeah. Well, Lucifer, this is where a lot is about to start making sense. Lucifer was actually an advocate for the sharing of technology with as many civilizations as possible to assist in moving science forward at an increasingly faster rate across the world. The more people that know, 
the more people, the more minds we can put on the same topics and subjects and research, the best of those we yeah. can move together. So, do you think he picked the specific groups of people that they would partner up with? So, this includes having reached out to the Egyptian civilization and the Mayan civilization and several attempts to assist other civilizations that advanced too quickly and as a result self-destructive. Those are all his thing. Okay. Including the civilizations that completely fell apart that were along the old equator. So he was trying to get them involved. He was trying to involve so the argument was really which I believe is one of the following lines. This includes civilizations across the old equator, which were the first to be reached out to, later focusing on only the most advanced civilizations instead of all the civilizations. He wanted to share it with all civilizations, take even the people who are primitive, mm. and let's force them to quickly evolve. And those civilizations collapsed. Oh, okay. Those are the ones that are abandoned across the old equator. Oh. Because he was trying to give it to everybody. Hey, look, there's people everywhere. We can get these people, all of them, to partake in this thing. But they had not matured enough to use these things properly. So first they're excited, then they work together, but immediately devolve into their most primitive instincts and collapse. Yes, okay. So then the directive became to work with only the most advanced civilizations who've matured enough to deal with advancement. Which is the top two. Mm-hmm. Which is later focusing on the most advanced civilizations of all civilizations, which Lucifer did not like, but coped with, because his uh, his personal attempts at enlightening everybody was that hard? did not okay. work. It was falling apart. It was essentially his fault. Entire civilizations went extinct. Hmm. He chose people who were not ready. That's on him. Hmm. When the rest of the research team and the sea people, all the Elysians, in general suggested no longer sharing technologies with civilizations other than the established relationships prior to the move from the Persian Gulf Oasis to the Atlantic Ocean, Jehovah and Lucifer had a crazy argument where they completely disagreed in Jehovah is on the side of we're no, and as a leader, he has the final say. We are not sharing this with anybody else. Okay. That is done. The people mm -hmm. we've established connections with are good. That's who we're dealing with. No one else. Mm -hmm. Lucifer disagrees, and he thinks the rest of the world is going to be left in darkness and abandoned and left behind. Mm -hmm. This crazy argument happens. Resulting in Lucifer quitting the research team. Oh. Although still maintaining his physical form established through Samael's body, he returns to the Shadow Realm. Oh. I thought he helps them with Jesus. Is that after? That probably already happened considering they're leaving. Hmm. They're deciding to suppress and hide themselves. That's around the Jesus time. Oh, Presumably okay, yes. he helped yeah, with yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, now those are the obvious people within the team. Let's dive into the less obvious people within the team. Michael, an Earthrealmer. Okay. An Elysian. He is a military general and Garden of Eden research team member and tactical expert, referred to as the Angel of War originally joined the team in order to offer his wealth of knowledge and tactical expertise. Grew to be one of Jehovah's closest and most reliable friends. Really? Okay. Oh. Once Lucifer left the team, Michael was promoted the third in command. Oh. And was placed in charge of security detail for all of the Elysians in their old home and their new home to come. He is also responsible, personally, for forcefully removing Lucifer from the facilities when he attempted to steal the fruit of knowledge research and oh. take it with him. Why? He could just... I guess he could just restart in the Shadow Realm once he was there, though. Yeah, but he already did a shit ton of research yeah. with quite advanced technology, and that was his research. Yeah, yeah. That was his research, bro. His research. 
Ooh. That was his work. Yeah. And they're like, nah. That's complicated. That's complicated. If it's something like a Braxis, who you're some background noise, and you're over here trying to steal all the research, you're an asshole. This is Lucifer's research. And they're like, no. They're like, no. That's messed up. Dude, he got iced out of a company he works at. That's basically what happened. Just because they did it? He didn't agree with He got Steve jobbed. (laughs) You know, the board is like, nah, get out. But it seemed like everyone was behind. It wasn't just the research. It was the whole community. We're like, we don't want to share this with everyone. I guess it really came down to the orders of Jehovah. Jehovah's was really the individual in charge of all of this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if everybody else was involved. Additionally, random other fact, Michael is the brother to Azrael, which is the thanatologist and geneticist of the team. The what? The thanatologist and geneticist. And what is a thanatologist? Well, I will tell you. Azrael, Earthrealmer, mm-hmm. and Elysian. Mm-hmm. Azrael is the thanatologist and geneticist referred to as the Angel of Death. Thanatologist is an individual that specializes in studying death. The effects of death, what is lost in death, what happens in death, the psychology, the neurology, they specialize on all things related to death. Okay. Responsible for curing the disease of natural death amongst Elysians. Mm. The reason that they do not die, and it is the same people for an absurd amount of time, is because they no longer have natural death. Another reason that they must hide for long periods of time. Because, continues to study with the Garden of Eden as a primary researcher into the fruit of life... She is the primary researcher of the fruit of life mm-hmm. in an attempt to solve death from all illness and incapacitations. Mm-hmm. They can still be killed, so okay. it is important that they don't go anywhere that they could be killed. Mm-hmm. Hiding is important if you want to continue your research with your same people. But they can still pretty much survive anything. They'll survive anything. They have the technology, but if something advanced enough showed up and decided, I'm going to fuck you up, and they weren't ready, they could probably be killed. Mm-hmm. So that's Azriel, the sister of Michael. That's his sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanatologist and geneticist of a military general named Michael. Now, this is fascinating because, again, it explains how the hell these people have lived so fucking long. Mm. But also... It looks like without the existence of Azrael, Eloi, a.k.a. L, has still been around a fucking infinity. That dude was around millions of years. What the hell is that about? Hmm. He ate a fruit. I don't know. He was the one that was shown into the Shadow Realm first? He was told about it by... Oh, but he never went. Well, he actually went with Sizen. Yes. Come on, I think... Yes. But no, that was still such a long fucking time before anything. He was around really long before that happened. But they knew where the garden was. What does that have to do with how long he lived before even witnessing the existence of the fruits? How the hell? Uh, There's a huge... Eloi is the most baffling of all of these people. Or maybe it's not the same person maybe it's like his ancestor they named the you know the child family named yeah yeah i mean it could be i don't know man and they all know the story so it's not really crazy or anything when this happens like it doesn't doesn't state anything weird but about the shadow realm they're not freaked out about it but there's nothing being stated like this isn't the same guy the ancestor of eloi named eloi yeah. As far as we know, it's the same freaking guy, man. How is that possible? How is that possible? There's something we're not understanding about Eloi. Because it seems like the Elysians did in fact require scientific development in order to cure death. So then how the fuck, like how the hell was Eloi around so freaking long, dude? Maybe he was drinking adrenochrome or something. That'd be crazy. Know. That was around. That it could have been the case. Mm. Could have totally been the case. I don't freaking know, but, like, questionable. Yeah. Next team member, Rafael. 
Earthrealmer, Elysian. Secondary researcher on the fruit of life, right behind Azrael. Elysian's highest ranking medical professional, though. Mm-hmm. A physiologist, medical doctor, and pharmacist. Which means between Rafael and Azrael, together they solved. Death? Death. Prior to the Elysians becoming private with their civilization and technology, he was famously traveling the Middle East, providing medical aid and medical support across the Mediterranean region and all of Persia. They knew about him? They knew about him. He was everywhere. He was traveling Hmm. everywhere, helping people. He was a sea person on the ground. Hmm. So the sea people didn't have a problem with that? They did not, because that was still at the time. It's prior to them being oh, private. Okay. Okay. He was just traveling. It was prior to their mm. privacy. So he was just out there. Everybody knew about them. Okay. Everybody knew about the sea people. They were the suit. They were they proud they were proud about who the fuck they were. Mm. Next, Gabriel, Earth Realmer. Elysian. Ambassador and direct assistant to Jehovah. Messenger of the Garden of Eden to the rest of the Elysians, and traitor between the Garden of Eden, the Sun Gods, and the Earth Gods. This is the literal individual who travels from place to place. Hmm. When something is done, this is the one who risks losing their life or being caught outside. In order to deliver the messages and transport the technology required from one place to another. That would be horrifying. He's got Jesus probably watching out for him. Could, 100% could totally be. Everybody else is hiding. Everybody's going to fuck this shit. We're all going to do our thing. Mm-hmm. This is the individual traveling. Now, this is an interesting detail that gets mentioned here because it brings up the fact that after they've become private, this is still the communication individual. But after they've become private, the Mayans have disappeared and the Egyptians have disappeared. And still, Gabriel is the messenger. Which means there is, in fact, in Atlantis, a connection to wherever the new location of the Egyptians are and the new location of the Mayans are. All three places are still connected, but exclusively to one another. There's no other way to access any of them, but there's ways to access each other. Yes, but he could be, like, using technology to communicate with them. I think they've got portals in these places. I'm pretty sure there's a portal in Atlantis that takes them into the Great Void, and there's a portal in Atlantis that goes into the underground catacomb facility with the storage systems Mm -hmm. for energy and data that the Mayans have, and the same, in theory, would apply between the Egyptians and the Mayans, where the Mayans have a portal from their catacombs to the Great Void and to Atlantis, and the Egyptians have a portal from the Great Void to Atlantis and to the catacombs. This tells us they are all still connected, even if we can't access them. Mm. They can access one another, regardless of where the fuck they might be. And we're pretty sure two of them are still on Earth, and one of them is somewhere way the fuck out there, but they're still capable of doing their thing. Yeah. Oh, they can't know about Jesus then, right? The Mayans and the Egyptians? If they're still in communication with the Elysians, yes, they know. They've been informed. Oh. They're not just going to be like, we're not telling you. No, they've probably shared every bit of knowledge, always. Okay, if he's, what did Jesus find them? They're underground. They might not be impossible to get to. I'm sure they're pretty difficult to get to. Hmm. On the flip side, we don't personally know. They could have been destroyed by Jesus a long time ago. We have no idea. And we have no idea. Hmm. Hmm. We have no clue and they're all just dead. 
Jesus single-handedly death starred the shit out of them or like star killered just went there single-handedly bloodshed everywhere and they're trying to figure it out they're super advanced mega ultra weapons they're out here shooting him laser weaponing him down and he's just eating it grabbing people by the neck crushing their skulls like nothing but what would that mean with their teleporters then he went to all the places oh, and yeah, extinct all of them and everything no has way. failed yeah, so I'm assuming they're yeah. just fine. Yeah. I'm assuming that they're perfectly okay. So I don't think they have a teleporter, because I feel like if he just They do, one, because this just established the fact that he's directly, not just the communicator and messenger, but the trader. He trades between them. Oh, okay. If it was just messages, then he's... He could do Morse code for all we care. But no, he's with them exchanging data and tools and items and notebooks of data. That is the fact of the matter. So they are somehow reaching each other. Okay. That's happening. Gabriel is accessing the Egyptians and the Mayan. Additionally, this tells us a lot, too. Again, this is him putting himself in danger. He is the primary connection to the Greeks. He's Weird. who shows up in Mount Athos. Oh, okay. He's the guy. It's Gabriel. He shows up everywhere. Okay. Nobody else. He's the dude who's in charge of all of this, making rounds from one place to another. Uh-huh. And because the Greek are way behind, or so we thought. They're but not. now it explains why they have a... They don't trust the Greek. No. But they still know. Uh-huh. Now it makes more sense. Because it didn't before. Like, why are you guys trading with these whack-ass people? What do they have that you need? Until we found out. Until we find out that they actually do have pretty advanced technology. Yeah. Although they don't like the Greek. This actually fucking all of it pieces together a lot of shit we didn't think about before. Yeah. Because I was always suspicious. Like, it doesn't make sense. Are you just helping them to not be assholes? That doesn't make sense. Because there's so many people they're ignoring. Mm. There's so many people they're just like, fucking die, who cares? Why these people you particularly don't like? Yeah. Except now we get it. After last episode where we discovered with Glycon, there's real sciences that these people have developed that they themselves don't have. It's mm, crazy. Yes, they have friggin' what are they called? Naga? Nagas. Like, They've learned how to turn a person into a naga. Nagas, yep. Weird. That's absurd, right? Mm. And like, okay, now it makes sense why they might not be in the loop of the three, but we can't, we can't ignore them either. Yeah. There's a problem there that could become a problem to us. So let's play nice, even if we don't like them. We say treaty, even if not partnership. Mm-hmm. Additionally, he is the sole communicator between the Garden of Eden and Mary, Joseph, and the three Magi. When they are moving from one place to another. That means this individual is using their technology, popping out, while an entire civilization is moving from one place to another. I feel like it would be an easier job if he was a Shadow Realm person. He's not, though, right? They got portals. I know. Although, as far as we know, it seems like the portal has to be established somewhere. Yeah. So, I don't know how. He must be making genuine trips between one place and another, making his life the most... He has no other job. I guess. So it's like... It would just be easier if he was a Shadowrun person, yeah. I feel like. But he's not. But he's not. But he's not. Well, we don't know if he's become one. Like, can you become one? It doesn't seem we've seen anything that could turn somebody into a Shadowrun individual. Hmm. Next is Uriel. Uriel is an Earthrealmer. Another Elysian. By the way, we found a crap ton of Elysians for this episode. He is the head of security and the most trusted officer of Michael, in charge of guarding the entrance to the Garden of Eden's research facilities, using highly advanced technology and known for being as ruthless as Shadow Realm creatures are to trespassers. Just a violent monstrous individual who's employed by the team you protect this at all costs there are i don't have any stories written right here but there are so many stories of this guy being quite gruesome 
You would think he's a demon. He's not drinking blood or anything. No, 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 no. It's just murder. Murder, beheadings, gut ripping, limb ripping, slow, like old school, Old Testament Jehovah cruelty level types of shit. Okay. This guy was in, in. He's like, I'm down. What? Like they hired a psychopath. (laughs) And he's like, you're going to. You guys are okay with me doing this? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, we want you to do this. He's like, wow. I feel like I belong now. And then he goes ahead and just rips heads off of fucking things 1% of his size and smiles while doing it. That kind of shit. He's that guy. Now let us dive into something important that matters a lot. Stop. Samael. Finally. An Earthroamer. An Elysian. <laughs> now keep in mind we heard he fell in love with Lilith, which means Lilith fell in love with an Elysian. <laughs> Second ranking researcher into the fruit of knowledge. Right behind Lucifer. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Botanist and Earth Science Specialist. Smart guy. Discovered how to plant seeds of the fruit of knowledge into earth realm soil and grow the tree. He grew the fairy tree. He learned how no, no 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 no. He learned how to grow a fairy tree on earth realm soil. The fairy tree's fruits aren't fruits on our end. They're only fruits in the shadow realm. Oh, but his have his were inverted. He learned how to make the fruit grow on the earth realm side. What? A powerful mind. Yeah. This is a skilled individual who has essentially broken the matrix as far as we know. How do you even do something like that? Through botany. We're going to discuss botany on the show. But through botany, crazy. through plant growing, watering, and That's not... stuff. There's way more of to it. Of course, it's science. <laughs> is responsible for growing the first successful fairy tree with branches in Earthrealm. Bruh. As opposed to the roots, what we see as trees are just the roots. Yeah. That are still very protected, though. That are still very protected. Is the DNA donor for Lucifer's body transmutation. Later, and this is where shit's about to be really complicated. Because the implications are fucking nuts. Later use Lucifer's body transmutation technology and samples of Nahas. What do you mean? You know who Naha- I just talked about Nahas earlier. I keep forgetting who Nahas is. Yes. Pay attention. Be involved. Who's Nahas? Nahas is Jehovah's serpent. They are- Later okay. used Lucifer's body transmutation technology and samples of Nahas physiology to alter himself into A Naha an artificial Naga. Of course. Of course. It's not shocking. Had the <laughs> ability to take the form of a serpent at will mm-hmm. following the procedure. Abandoned the garden to follow Lilith after falling in love with her. And she left. Uh-huh. And most importantly, went to the shadow realm with her. I did not find this in any of her material. She left the group. Yeah. Lucifer clearly stated went back to the Shadow Realm. Mm-hmm. Nowhere did it state Lilith went to the Shadow Realm. But when you look at Samael, he goes to the Shadow Realm with her. So she also went to the Shadow Realm. Fascinating. Now let's unpack Samael real quick. Yes. Lucifer looks like Samael. Mm-hmm. Samael can become a serpent. Lucifer argued in case of sharing knowledge, Samael and Lucifer were both involved with the fruit of knowledge. Samael was directly involved 
with Lilith. If we look at the old narrative, in where there is a serpent who tempts Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. the serpent is Samael. Okay. Not Nahas. Nahas does whatever the fuck Jehovah wants. Yes. There's no reason he would. Lucifer does whatever Jehovah wants. There's no reason he would. Although Lucifer is, in fact, trying to give the world enlightenment. Exactly. So the bringer of light. Together to do that? Well, no, because this is still all part of the research world. Okay. The one who plants and grows the tree of knowledge Mm -hmm. is Samael. And then Samael goes out of his way. I'm thinking Samael gave the fruit of knowledge as an experiment to some primitive culture. On the flip side, it is completely possible that Lucifer was on board with that. You grew yeah. the fruit on our side, let's grab it, give it to people, and see what happens. Ah, yes. Huh. Maybe, and maybe it didn't, it failed, and so that's when, um... That's why he wanted to give it to primitive cultures. We give them the fruit of knowledge, they get enlightenment. But... They grow quickly, we give them our technology, they will evolve quickly, but then those collapse, those experiments failed. Entire civilizations lost. Hmm. What were you thinking? I keep forgetting her name. Lilith. I keep thinking of Eve, but it's Lilith. She gets involved too, though, because she makes her own. But why is she making her own? If we think Maybe of the way the research works. in that same research. Yeah, no, if we think of the way the research works, she uses the Philosopher's Stone, Adam. Then Samael, who managed to grow fresh fruit, provides those primitive creatures with the fruit of life. Mm-hmm. Actually, the fruit of knowledge, my apologies, the fruit of knowledge in an attempt to create the next intelligent breed. Yep. That's, that sounds right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Then they all get kicked out to the shadow room, I guess. I don't know. Now, this is where I have a big, big problem. Because there's a huge discrepancy here that I know you did not notice. Lilith used Adam 150,000 years ago. Eloi is who was around 150,000 years ago. Not Jehovah. What? Do you see the problem? I don't I got, understand the problem. I don't understand the problem either. My question is, is she's a shadow person. We know she's not going to age normally, or yeah. maybe they don't age at all. I'm not entirely sure how that works. Yeah. Is she older than Lucifer? Has she been involved in this longer than Lucifer? If not, or if so, regardless of what the answer to that question is, is she the first, or in the first research team, which involved Sizen? Lilith, Sizen, and Eloi? Okay, so she didn't betray the... What's his name? Eloi. Oh, Eloi. Oh, she did, but... So there was a first... I don't know if there was a... I know he was (laughs) definitely working on some shit. Yeah. Hmm. This timeline. It's ridiculous. It's so long. It's too long. She stretches from 150,000 years ago to 10,000 years ago. That's four... That's 140,000 years of her just being around as far as we know. Mm-hmm. To, to put this into perspective, and I, I guess I didn't think about this before, but I guess it makes sense. Lilith has literally been around since before the Eve Stone, which I guess makes sense according to all the literature. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But that... The fact that that just got reinforced makes it more of a problem because I was thinking maybe I'm fucking wrong and this data is I'm missing some piece of. But no, I guess that technically falls in line with all the fucking information yes. that she was there before the stone of Lilith. Uh huh. I mean, of Eve. Eve. Yeah. I don't know. I just made it more complicated. I was looking for an out. Like maybe I fucked up somewhere and like I could go back and find. But no. That makes sense. It makes fucking sense according to the shit that already is out there. Yeah. So, Lilith knew both Jehovah and El? Lilith is more important than Lucifer. Maybe she's the reason he stayed alive for so long. I don't know. 
Well, she wasn't working on any of that crap. That was Azrael. Azrael, yeah, but she was with him. What does that have to do with... Azrael wasn't even... Yeah, Azrael wasn't even born, so there's no solution to this problem. She can still... She might have known something about Adrenochrome to help this guy live as long as he lives. Well, no, as a shadow person, she wouldn't know anything about Adrenochrome. She uses fear specifically. Crap. She literally would know nothing about Adrenochrome. That's too Earthling. Oh. Only Earthrealm. I mean, Lucifer had to figure out how to become an Earthrealmer in order to use it. Hmm. Or not become an Earthrealmer, but replicate Earthrealmer physiology, at least, in order to use it. So what does it mean? I don't know. This is a quite complicated individual. It looks like Samael and Lucifer are conflated. Not only Samael and Lucifer, but Samael, Lucifer, and Nahas. There's a lot of conflation there. It looks like a lot of the accusations that go to Nahas were just Samael. Nahas is innocent for all we know. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a lot of the accusations that go to even Lucifer are really Samael, minus the fact that Lucifer was down to spread the knowledge. Yeah. But based on those two contexts... Maybe Samael and Lucifer were already in a rebellious state where they were thinking, or maybe running projects separately. Yeah. Like scientists do. You know, yeah. hey, man, I got this thing going on. Hey, I got that thing going on. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do things that failed. Samael, being close to the sh- two Shadow Realmers in the team, was easier for him to fall in love with somebody like Lilith, who's a natural Shadow Realmer, but also she must have, like, yeah. crapped any years on this guy. But I guess that also doesn't really matter. That's a concept of new age to worry about age. I wonder if they worry about the deaths that are involved. Because, like, their failure is people dying. Masses. Masses. So, that could be part of why they had to be kicked out eventually. Like, we don't know if they care about lives or not. Or, like, our lives or anything. But maybe they do care about life. Maybe not us specifically, but... I think the, I think the real argument comes down to obedience, not necessarily life. Because it looks like in the case of Lilith, like, Samuel wasn't kicked out. He left. Mm-hmm. And he was responsible for a lot of problems. Yeah. But science, shit fails. Mm-hmm. But Lilith disobeyed orders. She gets kicked. Yeah. Lucifer disagreed with orders. And he left. He leaves. Okay. It looks like mm. obedience is the problem, not yeah. necessarily life. It doesn't seem like they care about life. You do what I say. I am top dog. I'm the last word. You either agree or get the fuck out. Okay. I guess. And in her case, she's like, I'm not leaving. This is my work. And they're like, get the fuck out. You violated rules. Yeah. And in his case, is like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm an equal member here. And you're absolutely stepping over all of us. My research is important to me. And he dips. Not only that, he tries to come back and take a shit. Huh. I think this is framing a lot of the stories that exist in the world. Yes. But it's still... Like, there's still so much things I don't know how they fit in the timeline of things. I don't understand Lilith entirely. That's yeah. a huge, huge problem. Because I know that was... I know that didn't get caught immediately. The fact that, oh yeah, she's part of this team... But she's she was here a hundred and fifty thousand years ago. To be fair, Sizen personally knew L, and Sizen was also part of the Earth Gods, which were consistently communicating with Elysium, which Jehovah was part of. So Sizen and Lilith have some time, some longevity. In which both Sizen and Lilith both knew Eloi. Mm-hmm. And both Sizen and Lilith both know Jehovah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how that relates to each other. I Except don't know that either. They're shadow people, they live forever. Maybe, question mark. Maybe, question mark, yeah, exactly. And why is it that El lived so long if he did not have Azrael? I don't... I don't know. I think that's... Fair enough. I actually think that's more of a problem because we have a second example. It just looks like shadow people live for a long time. Yes. Or they don't die. Yeah. I mean, dead people go to the shadow realm. Let's just assume they don't die. But then what the hell does that mean for Eloi? 
Unicorn blood. Dude, he's just around. Yeah. What was pre-everything? Unicorns. Well, unicorns are just fairies. Yeah. But the, aren't they, if you eat their, no, something about using well, their bone makes you live forever or whatever, said the guy on the boat. Yeah. It, it'll grant like you immortality <laughs> yeah. as long as you drink. Although no one knows how to use it because everyone died who was in contact with it. No, not the people who were in contact with it. The people trying to get to it all died. They killed each other trying to get it. Yes. So no one successfully used it the correct way. Nobody successfully used it, period. Nobody successfully got a hold of it without dying. And then the one guy who had it was hiding it the whole fucking time and so still died at the end. Yeah. But these stories have to come from somewhere. Like, where's the proof of the person who lived forever because unicorn horn? Harry Potter is where that comes from. That's what the Greeks were basing their legends on? Harry Potter? No, Harry Potter is where the person drinks the thing. I see what you mean. So, Antonio Draco. Did he hear the story from Harry Potter? I don't think so. He knows Well, he knew it could cure any illness. Didn't he say it could keep you immortal? Or that was in his story? I don't know if that was ever mentioned. I don't think that was the case. I feel like that was one of the many things it could do. You think it would grant immortality? Fair enough. It does sound like something that would do, because it's supposed to do everything and more. Yes, because it was so much like... Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, except that we couldn't prove that it actually could do anything because everyone died. And you can't get addicted died. to it. Yes. I guess it was just... I don't know. Somebody must have tried it. Right? Because... The guy Someone. didn't tell him a lot about it. No. He just gave it to him. This is what it is. Died. Yes. And then everyone after died. Everybody trying to get to it died. Everybody came in contact with it. Whether they got to do anything with it or died. Every, yeah. Unicorn's fucking horn is a problem. There has I, to be one example of someone who succeeded. And maybe this is the guy. Maybe it's random. I know it's very random. But like, where did this story come from? Yeah, Why exactly. is this guy living forever? It makes no sense. No, that's a fair-ass question, to be honest, because, like, what the hell? We know unicorns could do it, but so could Adrenochrome, to be fair. But he's so ancient that Adrenochrome doesn't seem to be involved. Adrenochrome has existed always. Always? Like, but did humans know about it always? Or not humans? And whatever the <laughs> whatever the Aleutians are. Yeah. It could be human. I have no idea. That's still so hard to establish. Our they were ancestors. they were really close to human. They're, no, they're genetically different. Oh. They were really close to human, though. Mm. We know that much. They were very close to human. They were just some other shit. Like the difference between Neanderthal and a caveman or some shit. Mm. It's like they were really they were really close. Okay. Although they're not, like, we're not the same. And that slight difference makes them OP and us not. Mm-hmm. Mm. On the flip side, we got here quicker, which means... We're going to be more OP in less time. If you we were working together, like they're working together with their ridiculous teams. Yeah, they got really overpowered teams. Anyways, anyways, that's all. We were way over time and like, I'm more confused than I began. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what the fuck is up with Lilith. And Lilith is less of a problem because if we just consider Sizen as well, Sizen knew both Jehovah and L, and Lilith knew both Jehovah and L. That's less special than why the fuck L lived like fucking four million years or some crazy shit like that. Like what the fuck was that dude a vampire? I don't know. I mean, dude, it would have to totally be. I don't even know. We'll figure it out we'll eventually. Figure it out. Anyways, anyways, if you guys. Have any input for any of this, you can hit us up on all our socials, Just Convo Pod, on X, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And remember to word of mouth the fuck out of those people. Tell people, scream at them, say, hey, hey, or they're getting to, to the bottom of it. No, don't whisper. Don't whisper at all. You scream in there. You grab their face and you put it really close to your face and you scream as loud as you can. Hey, hey. Something's gonna, here. This, Yeah, exactly. Here's this show that's going to give you answers about crap you had no idea you wanted to know about and had no questions for to begin with. Mm-hmm. This has been the Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
Oh yeah, it's not even related, but what a coin What a coincidence! Just us coincidence, left and right. Coincidence, left and right. Yeah, uh-huh, sure, totally. Uh-huh. We're not thinking too hard about it. We're just like, oh, you know, everybody's for whatever reason dealing with it. The church always dealing with adrenochrome. I don't know why. Hmm. Church always, for whatever reason, suppressing something. The church always, for whatever reason, dealing with who the fuck knew. What? All this shit is actually, I mean, it was obviously, when you think about it, connected. But, like, we weren't thinking about it. We were just kind of, oh, it showed up again. Cool. <laughs> Butterflies in the drink. <laughs> Children drink. <laughs> but it's like, bro, 9-11 was real, and it looked like it was an inside job, and it looked like it happened at a time when absolute peace was kind of establishing. And it's like, oh, in hindsight, that makes absolute sense as a way to cause a lot of fear and get a lot of blood. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.